In upstate New York, one museum is dedicated to a boxed dessert that's been a part of America for nearly 125 years. America's most famous desserts, success story is the result of marketing that would help shape the advertising industry throughout the 20th century. There's always room for J-E-L-L-O. I'm Jason Epperson, and this is the See America podcast. From coast to coast, we see America one mile at a time, discovering stops along the way that are eclectic, historic, ridiculous, breathtaking, inspiring, and humbling. This week, the Jell-O Gallery Museum in Leroy, New York. This great destination is brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Road Trippers helps people discover the world around them in an entirely new way by streamlining discovery, planning, booking, and navigation. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. I remember vividly as a kid in the 80s the frenzy around jello jigglers, which were just jello cut out with cookie cutters. But somehow the marketing whizzes at jello got every parent to make them for Halloween parties and school events. Look, it's your name spelled in jello. We'll leave you to figure out how to eat it. Jell-O's story is so truly American. Box dessert and whip smart advertisement. Every time Jell-O falls out of favor, there's a new reason to try it. Like cold tomato soup savory Jell-O. With the history of gelatin and how Wiggly Jiggly Jell-O came to be, here's Abigail Trebu. Gelatin. A protein produced from collagen is a translucent, colorless, flavorless food ingredient taken from animal body parts such as boiled bones, connective tissue, and skin. Brittle when dry and gummy when moist, gelatin has been a component of food, particularly desserts, since the 15th century. Popularized in New York during the Victorian era, Gelatin was used to create spectacular and complex jelly molds. Sold in sheets, it had to be purified, which was time-consuming, making gelatin desserts a staple only in royal houses and for the relatively well-to-do. In 1845, industrialist Peter Cooper, the man responsible for the first steam-powered locomotive, obtained a patent for powdered gelatin. In powdered form, gelatin was easier to manufacture, and even more importantly, it was easier to use. Cooper's powdered gelatin paved the way for a dessert that would become one of the most popular desserts of all time, Jell-O. In 1897, in Leroy, New York, carpenter and cough syrup manufacturer Pearl Bixby Waite and his wife May trademarked a gelatin dessert called Jell-O. With a base of granulated gelatin and sugar, Waite added four flavors to his jello: Strawberry, raspberry, orange, and lemon. Waite had a hard time marketing the product, and in 1899, he sold jello for $450 to Orator Francis Woodward, whose Genesee Pure Food Company produced the successful Grain O Health drink. Initially, Woodward struggled to sell the powdered product. 
But beginning in 1902, to raise awareness, Genesee Pure Food Company placed advertisements in the Ladies' Home Journal proclaiming Jell-O to be America's most famous dessert. Within a decade, they added three new flavors, chocolate, discontinued in 1927, cherry, and peach, and launched the brand in Canada. In 1934, sponsorship from Jell-O made comedian Jack Benny the dessert's spokesperson. At the same time, the now infamous jingle with the spelling J-E-L-L-O was introduced. Written by Don Bester, who, at the time, was the band leader on the Jell-O program starring Jack Benny. Though much of the elaborate and dainty tea time fare served between the 1920s and 1950s was luxurious and decorative, using fancy ingredients like caviar or lobster, Jell-O became an affordable ornamental ingredient alternative. By the jazz age, nearly one-third of salad recipes in an average cookbook were gelatin-based. Typical recipes from the early 20th century included exotic fruits like figs, dates, and bananas, or lemon-flavored jello paired with maraschino cherries and other ingredients like marshmallows and almonds. One sweet gelatin-based fruit dessert called only Good Salad includes vanilla pudding, tapioca pudding, pineapple, mandarin oranges, and orange gelatin. One savory recipe collected by the Des Moines Register is for a tomato soup gelatin salad. Served chilled, the salad is made from lemon gelatin, tomato soup, cream cheese, stuffed olives, combined with various other ingredients and seasonings. The baby boom saw a significant increase in sales for Jell-O as the days of having large, supportive communities were fading for young families. Marketers were quick to promote easy-to-prepare foods, like a Jell-O dessert, which required very little prep work or ingredients. In 1964, the slogan, There's Always Room for Jell-O, was introduced, promoting the product as a light dessert that could easily be consumed even after a heavy meal. However, through the 1960s and into the 1980s, Jell-O's sales steadily decreased. Many Jell-O dishes, such as desserts and salads, became special occasion foods rather than everyday dinner table items. Marketers blamed the decline in sales on decreasing family sizes, a more fast-paced lifestyle, and the increasing number of women in the workforce. By 1986, a market study concluded that mothers with young children rarely purchased Jell-O. As the 80s continued into the early 90s, Jell-O's family-friendly reputation became slightly wobbly thanks to the introduction of Jell-O shots and Jell-O wrestling. I've enjoyed at least one of those two things in my lifetime. But like all things, Jell-O has managed to rebuild its reputation as more than a cheap $1 shot at the local bar. And as of 2011, there were over 420 million boxes of Jell-O gelatin and over 1 billion Jell-O cups sold in the United States each year. As of 2016, there were more than 110 products sold under the Jell-O brand name, ensuring that J-E-L-L-O will be around for generations to come.
On March 17, 1993, technicians at St. Jerome Hospital in Batavia, New York, tested a bowl of lime jello with an EEG machine and confirmed the earlier testing by Dr. Adrian Upton that a bowl of wiggly jello has brain waves identical to those of adult men and women. So don't be so offended when someone calls you jello brained. The Jello Gallery and Museum is located in the town of Leroy, where jello was invented in western New York, 30 minutes southwest of Rochester and 60 minutes east of Buffalo. There you can view original advertising art from one of the most successful turn of the century campaigns in America. There are molds, spoons, toys, collectibles, recipe books, jello package inserts, memorabilia, and more. It's open every day of the year except Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, and New Year's Day. This episode of See America was hosted by me, Jason Epperson, with narration by Abigail Trebu. If you like the show, we'd love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd also like to invite you to follow the See America podcast on Instagram and Facebook and join the See America Facebook group where we chat about some of America's greatest road trip destinations. If you're a national park lover, we hope you'll also check out the America's National Parks podcast or come listen to Abigail and me talk about our life on the road with our three boys on the RV Miles podcast. This great destination was brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. <laughs>